such a silly mood. Sailor's goes, also Donna's wearing a shit, this is happy holidays. And every time I look at the shirt, it's just gonna make me be in an even more silly mood. So thanks for that Donna, that's awesome. That is a great, um, a great shirt to wear. Midwinter um, Christmas, I guess. Um, Kilda, my name is Esme. Um, yeah, I have been a part of coming to Blueprint for probably about five or six years now. Um, is a huge part of, I guess, my days and my weeks and having my time and, um, yeah, I feel real stoked to be a part of this community and to be here. Um, some members of today is I live um, up the road on the terrace um, with a bunch of others in this room or have lived with a bunch of others in this room over the years, um, which has been really special. And, um, yeah, some, some fun facts about me. Um, I'm getting married in October. That's on top. Um, that's on top. I like to do. Um, I like to do lots of uh, sports as well. Sports is good. Um, yeah, yeah. Me and Max have been rock climbing a lot recently. Um, if anyone's familiar with the hand dog color coding system, I got my first orange wall in the weekend. Um, yeah, yeah. Quite some day. Thank you. I appreciate that. That was for you. Um, but yeah, cool. Um, Right here. So okay, myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. So, um, yeah, basically what I'll be sharing about today is Rose asked me to share a story. Um, so I'm going to share that story. And because in my head it's a short story, I'm going to add some reflections onto the end. Um, often I say, say it's a short story and I end up talking for too long. So we'll just see how it goes, um, whether or not we reflections or not. Um, but yeah, a story and just some. Um, a story that Rose, we were chatting about me, me sharing, and um, yeah, some thoughts that I had, kind of whilst I was reflecting on that. Um, and I share those with the hope that like maybe some of them will, will stick out or stand out or um, lead to reflections from all of you. Um, and if not, that's all good too, because how good has church been so far tonight anyway? So I'm going to stop that, um, yeah, I feel like everything I want to say was said in those good stories. So if you just want to kind of like have a nap right now, feel free to do that as well. Um, I do have a slideshow. Um, there we go. So, um, yeah, I'm going to tell a story today. Uh, some people will have already heard this story or will have heard some iterations of this story. Um, but this story is about how I came to live in the house that I'm living in now um, with many others. This photo on sort of the more right-hand side is of my wall um, of the crew of people I've lived with over the last three years. On the bottom right is who I live with at the moment. Um, and on the left is my house screenshotted from Google Street View. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I think um, before I tell the story, a couple of kind of caveats is um, um, this is a story of how I ended up here and what is so beautiful about our house and is that everyone who lives here, everyone who has lived here has their own story of how they kind of ended up there and this, this is just my one. Um, and yeah, that this, um, yeah that this story, kind of, I'll tell the story a few times in different ways, but there's a particular part that I want to focus on today and that is um, because we've been Kind of through Blueprint, those who have been around the last few weeks and months know that um, one of our focuses this year as a community and as a church is thinking about the ways that we experience God really tangibly. Um, and um, one of the things I wanted to share about today was, I guess, a part of my story of ending up where I live now um, was due to a really tangible, um, I guess, word or experience of God. And that's the part that I want to speak to today. And there's other parts of that. There's parts all around discernment, and there's parts around conversations with friends, and there's parts around other stuff. But um, that's what I really want to focus on today is this kind of how kind of my experience of God was was through that. Um, 
Yeah, so a bit of context. So I, I live in this house um, up in the terrace. Um, this house is part of a um, part, of, part of blueprint that we have called chapters. Uh, many of whom have, have lived in before, and those are the houses where every year a group of people discern to live together, practice rhythms of life together, kind of like the ones that Rose was talking about. Uh, that we're talking about Benedict Vinnin this Wednesday. Um, if you want to hear more? Um, <laughs> rhythms of life, like um, prayer, church. Our commitment to mission and our community, um, commitment to spending um, an amount of time with each other and journeying with each other around our faith and around our lives, and um, hosting meals and community dinners um, together in our space. And so I guess it, it's, it's like a flat, but there's some specific things that we commit to doing together um, on a regular basis. And so and, and our house is one of the houses that practices this. There's been many over the last sort of eight or nine years. Um, that's the context of the house that I'm in. So, part of the context, oh, another part of what we do at our house in particular um, is we have, we've got 13 rooms in our house. It used to be a backpackers. I've and been there, thank you. You've been there? Yeah, Donna stayed with us. It was so good. It was such a good time. Um, and we've got 13 bedrooms in our house. And at the moment, there are 10 of us living there, sort of uh, more full time. And we use a couple of those other rooms. One of them's a little chapel, and the other ones yeah. we use to have people stay with us um, for sometimes for a night, sometimes for a week, sometimes for a little bit longer, who are between places or need a place to stay, um, are people that we know or people that we've just met. And um, that's been such an awesome journey. Um, it's definitely not about the numbers, but we've yeah, hosted many, many people over the last couple of years, and that's been a real joy and a really awesome thing. Um, that's also been challenging at times, but also really great. Um, yeah, so how I ended up here. So, next slide. So, in, um, two key things here. Yeah, so in, um, in 2019, so 2019 um, and 2020, I was living in this house on the left here, known as the castle. How many of you have lived in, if you've been to the castle before? Yeah, lots of people. Very, very special house, who, again, many people in this room have lived in. So that house was um, a chapter house as well. That was actually one of the first chapter houses. And I lived there for two years, which was a really, really awesome time. Um, it was super, super great. And learned a lot, um, was really discipled in my faith at the time. And the second year that I lived there was in 2020, and I was um, leading the house in that year. So we had sort of leaders just to kind of, I guess, like keep the, keep the wheels turning, um, kind of help hold the accountability for people, help to kind of keep our rooms going. And so I was leading the house. And that was, again, it was also a really, really awesome year. But one of the things that happened during that year was we had COVID. Um, so I started leading the house in February 2020. And um, then COVID happened in March 2020. And um, yeah, it was like, it was a really like big time for me where it was like leading something for the first time um, at the same time as this completely unprecedented thing was happening um, that like greatly affected our houses. Because um, in our house, we were just getting to know each other. And all of a sudden, as many, many people have experienced in their own houses, we couldn't leave or go anywhere but that house. Um, so suddenly I was leading a house um, and I also couldn't leave the house, which meant that I was leading 100% of the time. Um, and it was really hard and it was such a beautiful year, but it was also a really hard year and there were really hard aspects to it too. Um, so every year when we discern whether or not we want to stay and whether we want to be in or stay in chapters, um, throughout the month of October, we have a time of what we call discernment. We think about whether we want to carry on and do the rhythm again the next year. And um, I got to the end of that year, and I loved it, and I thought it was such a good time, but I felt really tired, and I felt like I wanted to have a break from it. So um, that particular year, actually, we, those who have been living in or leading in our chapter houses did a, 
uh, slightly earlier discernment in September to try and prepare for the next year. And throughout this, this September, I decided that I didn't want to do chapters anymore. I didn't want to live in community houses anymore. So, um, next slide. Um, oh, cool. on, so on the uh, 1st of October 2020, um, I scrolled through my phone to get these dates. The 1st of October 2020, and this photo was I had a catch up with Scotty Reef and probably with Rose as well and Ooh. told them that I wasn't going to be doing chapters again the next year. And I chatted to my flatmates about this as well and I flat, um, chatted to um, my friend Jess um, who was living there as well and about how I wouldn't be kind of carrying on and my plan was um, and I still think this would be really cool. My plan was that I was going to live in a van um, and I was going to make a podcast about churches in New Zealand. Oh my God. Um, yeah, which would be sick, it would be cool. But, um, and I was going to talk about it and I, and I, told, I told people this um, and I, was fairly, I felt really good about it. Um, and yeah, I thought it was going to be really cool and it felt like a good break from what I had been doing. And then I had a dream. <laughs> I had a dream, um, and yeah, um, does anyone, can someone put their hand up to see if other people kind of get this vibe? If you've had a dream that you've woken up and you've been like, oh, like I had dreams and I like this dream felt like really different, like there was something sacred about this dream. A few people? It was like yeah, that awesome. dream I saw one awesome. night, Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, for some people this might be something that you could not really relate to, for some people that may not be, and that's also totally cool. Um, this is just like an experience I had, I had this dream, and I woke up, and I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, and what the dream was, was I was in a bathroom, and there was a, the weird thing about the bathroom was that there was like multiple sinks in a row. Um, and I was brushing my teeth, and I was brushing my teeth with someone who um, had been kind of around our community, at the time and it was kind of like the vibe was like it's the morning um this is clearly both of our house the vibe was that we we were kind of in this house together um and i had this dream and it was like i had dreams all the time i usually remember my dreams but this was one where like it really really struck me and i i couldn't stop thinking about it and everywhere i went for these couple days this dream was like really really on my mind um so i told my friend jess who i was living with at the time community board up and um yeah we talked about it a lot and yeah, all these little days, it kind of came up and um, she'd been having some kind of like moments or some thoughts that, yeah, I feel like when I shared it with her, I was like, this is so wacky. And she was like, this is not that wacky. Um, <laughs> and it kind of like made sense as well. So yeah, that was interesting. Um, and then, next slide. Um, oh, October, <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a call from Rose. And I was trying to find, I was trying to screenshot my call log with the phone call, but phones delete like after your last like 30 phone calls. Um, so it was just like 29 calls from Lysandra. Look at my smile. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so Rose gave me a call and I was in bed because um, I woke up quite late at the time. And it woke me up. Um, and Rose had. Again, I wish I had this text. I'm sure you see this good job, but um, Rose had received a call or a text or a messenger, a messenger, oh, a messenger. Um, from oh. someone oh. who had um, met Scotty, a friend of ours, um, in Mexico, who owned a backpackers on the terrace um, that wasn't able to be a backpackers at the moment because of COVID. And um, they were wondering if we or anyone we knew had an idea or something that we could do with it. So Rose called me about this, 
And I was like, I think at the start, I was like, oh, like, that's cool. I'll drive past it in my van if you guys do something with it. Um, I, was, I was like, maybe you can be on my podcast. Um, no, I, I heard about it. And um, to be honest, despite the fact that I had this good plan, I was pretty pumped. Um, and there was, which surprised me, because I, I thought that I would be, my brain was telling me, don't be into this idea. But I felt pumped. Um, next slide, I think. Yeah. So um, here's some screenshots of messages I did find on my phone. Um, for those who can't read them, there's a redacted bit. Um, <laughs> for those who can't read them, um, on the left I say, um, so we were clicking on the other on Tuesday, so come for Tuesday, getting very excited, dreaming about what chapters can be next year. Um, a lot of love shown to each other as well, so shout out to my own um, On the right, on Messenger, far out, oh, finding it hard to focus on about thinking about the 13 bedroom house. Um, and um, yeah, it's like, this was really true. Like I was kind of, I think part of the reason why I'm in a silly mood is because I kind of spent this afternoon trying to find these messages and <laughs> and made me so happy because I think I remember when I was, I was finding it really hard to focus. And again, I was like the fan, the podcast, the, like all these other ideas. But I, again, my brain was telling me one thing and I was like, this is going to be hard. This last year of like leaving a house with six people, seven people has been really hard. Leading with more people in a space that's unknown and new is going to be really hard. I don't want to want this, um, but I can't stop thinking about it. And it was on my mind, and this dream kept coming back to me, and I could like see it so so visually. Um, and yeah, just like could not get it out of my mind. Like could not focus at work for like a week. I got like nothing done. When I thought about it, I would like get like real sweaty. Um, and yeah, I yeah couldn't couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, and then, so we finally, we went, we went to go view the house, and we went to it, um, and this photo was taken today, um, of the bathroom in our house, and when I saw this bathroom on the house tour, it was like, that was, that was so bizarre, because that was the bathroom that was in my dream, and yeah, I was like, I was like, so shook, um, and yeah, I think the mirror was cleaner back then, I, yeah, I, I, it was like a moment of, I never thought that I would be in front of real people like saying something like that, because I think I think like people share that stuff, I'm definitely someone who will like roll my eyes internally, and so like if you're doing that, like all power to you, I totally, I totally know what that's like, um, but when I saw that, I was like, that, that was the bathroom from the drink, um, and yeah, and that was buzzy, and I, after that I was like, I was totally soft, I was like, this is that, this is what we're doing, um, so next slide. Yeah, so now this is, this is a crew, um, some of the crew who live in the house at this year. This was some of us up at Natiawa um, earlier this year. And um, back when it was warmer, we were wearing t-shirts. Um, and yeah, like I've shared about this many, many times here before, but um, the last couple of years have been so epic and they've been really hard and they've been really frustrating and they've been really tiring and exhausting, um, but they've been so special. and. Every time that things have been hard, God has really shown up. And um, yeah, there was just no way that I would have chosen this um, without that prompting from God and without that. Um, so I think, yeah, I've spoken about so many different aspects of, of our house at different times. Um, and um, yeah, all the energy that people pour in and all the heart and all of the care and all the generosity we've been given um, in our house. But um, yeah, I wanted to share that like there is a really key part of that and that was that God spoke to me, God spoke to others, God spoke to every person who in that first year when um, myself and Jess and Rose called them up and said, 
there's this house on the terrace, it's got 13 bedrooms, we want to do something cool with it, we're not 100% sure what that's going to be. Um, each of those people made their own yes, and um, whatever that journey was for them, like, that um, God spoke in those things as well. But, um, but yeah, that, that God speak was a huge part of that, and we wanted to share that in our kind of speaking around, um, yeah, and our experience in God thing, because I think that's like a really important part of my experience of God. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of reflections, but it's better to just leave it there, or should we reflect? What do people want to do? Put it to the room. Reflect. Reflect. Alright, real quick. These might not resonate with anyone, but they did with me. Okay, so I was thinking about the story, and um, I don't, like, I don't know, like, I wouldn't class it as like a super theological person. Um, I, my, I think the biggest magic trick in the world is when someone says like, when someone references the Bible, like, oh, this story, and someone is able to, like, name the passage, that's, like, shocking to me. <laughs> so when I think about this, I was like, man, when the Bible um, has God spoken to people, and the thing that came to mind for me um, is Gabriel coming, uh, or the angel coming to speak to Mary about, um, about conceiving Jesus. Ooh. And so that came to me when I was thinking about this the other day and what I was going to share. Um, so I did a little bit more research into that and thinking about that. Um, and <laughs> if you don't know that story, um, I will quickly read out what happens in, in that. Um, and this is from Luke, I think. Um, so, six months after Elizabeth had become pregnant, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a city of Galilee. The angel went to a virgin promised in marriage to a descendant of David named Joseph. The virgin's name was Mary. When the angel entered her home, he greeted her and said, You are favoured by the Lord. The Lord is with you. She was startled by what the angel said and tried to figure out what this greeting meant. The angel told her, Don't be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will become pregnant, give birth to a son, and name him Jesus. He will be a great man and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. Your son will be king of Jacob's people forever, and his kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, How can this be? I'm a virgin. The angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come to you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the Holy Child developing inside you will be called the Son of God. Elizabeth, your relative, is six months pregnant with a son in her old age. People said she couldn't have a child, but nothing is impossible for God. Mary answered, I am the Lord's servant. Let everything you've said happen to me. Then the angel left her. There's a lot to unpack in this specific piece of scripture, but I want to focus in particular on, um, on the angel Gabriel coming and speaking to Mary. When I remembered this passage, I thought it happened in a dream, and I couldn't find anything confirming whether or not that was true. So maybe, maybe not. Um, and people do know more about that. Um, feel free to sing out. Um, but yeah, this kind of thing of um, Mary receiving something from God. Um, come on to the next slide. Um, actually, let's get the one from now. Let's go back to that. Um, so this made me think, I was like, when I read this, I thought, man, I don't actually really know what an angel is. I feel like I know more from sort of pop culture um, what an angel is. So wings. Yeah, they have wings often, often pictured with wings. Um, and I looked it up and I realised that angels are, um, are messengers from God. That's what angels are. Um, and I thought that was like, I thought that was both awesome and, um, and also really, it really like shook me, it really struck me. Because my whole life, I haven't been Christian my whole life, my whole life I've known what angels are. And I've always symbolised angels with good. And angels with doing good things, with protecting people, with helping people, with guiding people, 
with all these things that come with Angel. We're going to Angel, go on to the next slide. This is the picture that I draw, which is Homer Simpson with an angel and devil. This is the picture that I think of when I think of an angel. Um, and angels are like all these things. But kind of all angels are, are messengers from God. And that really struck me, like the simplicity of that, is that all that goodness, all that protection, all that guidance, all that sacredness, all that beauty, is just messages from God. And I think that, like, yeah, it really, it really struck me just thinking about that and thinking about how, yeah, how much in our lives um, we're being sent messages from God and the acceptance and the, and, and, and the, and the, and the taking hold of those messages, um, the beauty that can come in that. And all over, all over the world and all over, kind of, in, in the Simpsons and everything, angels depict good. And um, angels, are, angels are messengers from God and God is good. Um, and yeah, that was just something that, it's kind of a loose reflection, but that's something that I thought about. Um, we got the next slide. Um, another thing I thought was really cool was, I was reading about the angel Gabriel in particular. And um, the, the name Gabriel means, God is my strength. Um, which people may or may not have already known. Um, but again, I was really struck by that. Um, and what made me think about that is that God sent this messenger called Gabriel to Mary, um, and also to Joseph later on as well. And, um, and Gabriel means God is my strength. And it made me think about the fact that when God speaks to us, when God sends us things, whether it's through dreams, or whether it's through promptings, like what... Um, what about Jay you see the light? Yeah, um, in different ways. Um, whether it's something like what, what Jay shared about in the good story, about um, God speaking to her, about, about someone that she met. Um, whether it's about um, what Fiona was sharing in her good story about a particular calling. Um, None of these things are easy. Just because God calls us to something, it doesn't mean it's easy. God's promise is that they will show up, but it's not that things will be easy. And the last three years at our house, and everyone who has, who has lived in this house will testament that it hasn't been easy, but God has shown up. And um, Jay, your story, I think, is so brave and so inspiring to me. It's so beautiful. Your story of going sharing the gospel with someone who like, can, be, can make good assumptions that they may not have that happen often to them is so brave. And it's beautiful, and, but it's not easy. And Fiona, your story of following things that you feel called towards, even when you don't know what that's going to look like, is from God, but it's not easy. And um, I think it's so beautiful that the angel that came and spoke to Mary was called God is my strength, because it reminds us that in that calling, it can still be from God, but it can still be really, really, really hard. Um, I think it's important to remember that we need God. When God calls us to stuff that... Um, that, we, that God promised to show up in that too. And I've kind of taken to a little bit of like kind of calling out God, or kind of calling God's bluff, is that when things are hard at home, I like tend to go for a little walk, and I'm like, God, are you called me to this? I said, yes, kind of show up right now. Um, and yeah, I encourage you to do that too. And the things that you feel called towards is call out God back into those spaces. Um, because callings aren't, um, aren't always easy, but um, just because they're from God. Um, and the third thing that I reflected on during that passage um, is that the very, very last line, and I use that particular translation because um, this is the first one that I read, and this part of the story. Um, <laughs> I did read others, but this part is the most. Um, which was, then the angel left her, is that the angel Gabriel came down and gave Mary this, like, big, like, this big, scary thing that was happening, and gave Joseph this big, scary thing, and said, like, said, do it, said, I'm with you in it, and then the angel left. And I was like, man, how much would that suck? Someone comes and they give you this big challenge. And then they just leave. 
And I think that's another thing that's important to remember is that all of these things, these words we get from God, these callings, these things, is that we can't do them alone because God calls us in them, but we need, we need things on the ground to help us to do those things. And, um, and for me, um, over the last many years, that's looked like this community and doing with this community. There's some more kind of screenshots of more texts with, from Rose, with Rose here. Um, <laughs> the one on the left um, is just us being pumped together um, and kind of sharing in that space together of excitement, is that when that happened, I didn't have to carry the fear alone, and then to carry the excitement alone. But we got to do that together, and with many others. Um, and then the, the second one is, um, yeah, the second one is, is I talk about um, having, um, having lunch with, with my friend Jess, who ended up moving into the stables and, and coding that with me for the first year. As um, when I talked to her about it, she'd had so many of the similar thoughts and things that had been on her, on her heart as well. And um, so I think I've been two encouragements there, is that when we get callings or words or messages or pictures from God, um, they're not just for us, but they're something for us to share with others. Yeah. And that's first of all because we need others and we need community around us to make things happen and to process those things together. And the second one is because when God speaks, God doesn't just speak to us, God speaks to others and um, God can speak to surprising people and different people in our community. And um, as I shared more and more about this dream to others, I had more people come to me and say, I had a similar dream or I had a similar experience. And, and that was both really encouraging and really validating. Um, and it also like, led to people who have continued to pray for our house and come round to our house and be a part of what we do. And that wouldn't have happened if people hadn't had the courage to kind of share what was going on for them as well. So my encouragement from that is, if you have experiences where you've heard from God or you think you might have heard from God, my encouragement is to, is to share those things with others and to be brave into that, um, and to ask others to pray into those things with you as well. Um, yeah, those are, my, those are my three reflections. Um, the angels are good and angels are messengers from God and God is good. Um, that in our callings, um, we, re we, we rely on the strength of God when we're called to things and just because we're called to something doesn't mean it's going to be easy. And, um, and that we can't do those things alone and that we are, we are to share those things with others, um, both for our own sake and for the sake of others as well. Um, my final thing that I want to leave with, which is, um, is just a little bit of a, of a shout out. I'm just going to the next slide. Um, ooh, mystery. Is the next slide or do I forget to pull it in? Esme's life story. <laughs> is there another slide for it or have I just forgotten to pull it in? That's the last one. All good. I'll paint the picture. Um, something that we've done, um, so Chapters has been around for about eight years now. Something that we've done throughout that time is um, we believe that, that God is constantly talking to us about the rhythm of chapters that we hold and the rhythm of community within our church that we hold. And um, there's so many different ways that we set aside time to listen to God about that. But one of them is that um, having kind of set aside time to pray for chapters and to pray for our houses. And um, we really want to do that again. We believe that God is speaking um, to all of us in different ways, and many of us in like really specific and intentional ways, and we really want to hear that. Um, so in the end of July, I think it's the last weekend of July, we're going to have a 24 hours of prayer um, in our chapel, in our house, which is down the bottom of our house. Um, there was a picture of the chapel on there, but it's gone. Um, and it'll be from the 5pm on Friday to the 5pm. Just a Yeah. Um, and yeah, we would just love for 
all of our community to be a part of it because we believe that God speaks um, not just to us who live in the house or who live in the house, but everyone who's a part of that. So there'll be more information and notices about that, I guess, in the, the weeks to come. But I um, wanted to kind of flag that early as a way of, um, yeah, kind of stepping into this space. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I think that's all I have to say. Um, yeah, I, I really... I really believe that God speaks to us, and, um, and in many different ways. And not everyone will be through a dream, it'll be through different ways, and it might be through ways that um, are unexplainable. Um, and yeah, I'm really happy, I'll be down at the cross over there during worship tonight. If there's anyone who has a particular picture or word that they want to pray for someone about, um, or if you're listening to this and going like, man, I really want to hear from God, and I just don't feel like it's happened or is happening at the moment, um, we'd love to pray for that as well, um, and I'll be down there. Um, yeah, thank you for listening.